Hello, and welcome to Jacques Talks. I'm Jacques, and today I'll be talking. <laughs> um, I, I've always wanted to start a podcast. I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I, that's, a bad, that's a terrible way to start a show. Episode one, here we are. Collapse. I actually did it. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. Um, so here we are. I bought a microphone. You're listening to me and I don't, I don't know the terminology. Crisp audio. We're here. We got a good setup. I'm ready to talk. That's all we really need. Episode one. Kind of crazy. I don't know how many of these are gonna, I'm going to do. I think it definitely depends on how much I enjoy it. If I just run out of stuff to talk about and I get bored, I tend to do this. I, I start a project. I'm really excited about it. And then... I do a couple things of it, and my creative juices just kind of want to take me someplace else. So, will this be a weekly thing that goes on forever? Who knows? Who's to say? We'll find out. But for now, this is this is my life. Here we are. Hello, my name is Jacques. my name is Jacques. Thank you for listening. If no one is listening, then that's okay too. I definitely just wanted to do this because. I enjoy talking and I really like listening to podcasts and I think the two of them kind of go hand in hand. So I, it wasn't really a new year's resolution, but over new years, I kind of was thinking about ways that I can kind of get out of my comfort zone, kind of try new things, do something new in the new year. And I always wanted to do a podcast type thing. Like I said, I just really enjoy talking. I think that maybe annoys people in my life and they don't want to admit it to me, but I would say it's probably true. So I figured one of the best ways for me to avoid that is make it optional for people to listen to me talk. So I feel like me sitting down and just talking about the different stories I want to be told and just putting my voice out in this way will save me from doing it, I guess, to people that don't want to hear it. I don't know. I just, I thought it would be fun. So here we are. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to my show. I think that this, this whole experience will be interesting because most podcasts, most shows, I feel like have some sort of shtick, whether it be you know, best friends, talking about stuff, talking about sports, having a topic, internet drama, you know, girls talking about guys, I don't really know. But this show is just, it's just me talking, Jacques, Jacques Charbonneau, right in in the the voice. And yeah, okay, I think at this point, you've either decided whether or not you want to listen or not. That's, that's my little intro. I hope I sold you. I hope you're still listening, if you're listening. I'm expecting about five listeners, my mom, my sisters, and probably one of my friends will listen past the two-minute mark. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Here we are. Here we go. I'm I'm still yet to decide also whether or not I'm going to like post this on my Instagram. So if you if I post this on my Instagram, a little ad or something, and you're listening, thank you for clicking. Because I mean, I'm there's a level of embarrassment I think behind starting a just a one man podcast show where I'm not really talking about anything other than what's on my mind. Because who who wants my two cents? I don't know. I want my two cents. I am me. So now we're just getting weird, and I think we should move on. So <laughs> I guess the the focus of this episode ultimately is just going to be catching everyone up on my life, I guess. Or I say everyone, like I'm sending this to all my 200 closest peers or something. But I think I just want to talk about where I'm at, what I've been doing. And I think that's a good place to start with for for this show. Um, for me, just to kind of capture that moment. Because at the end of the day, honestly, no one could listen to this. And I'd be okay. Because to me, the point of this is just A, like I said, just talking, getting this space to kind of just talk and get that out of my system, have this, 
you know, little dialogue with myself to just kind of work through thoughts in my head, talking about things, stuff like that. And then the other piece that honestly really did drive me to actually do this is I was thinking and I realized I'm just not remembering some of like the stories I have from college, from high school, from different parts of my life. I realized my memory is good, but it's not forever. I make new memories and I lose some old ones. So I I, I want to dedicate some, dedicate like I'm, <laughs> like this is a funeral. No, but like I want to have some episodes dedicated to to parts in my life maybe. Um, just talk about, say, my freshman year of college, some of the stuff that happened during that year. And just kind of capture things that have happened in my life. So someday I can come back and listen. Not that I hate listening to myself talk, but I think that, I mean, this is the only way to do it because I'm not a writer. I'm definitely not a writer. As you can probably tell by my talking, I'm not really the most articulate person in the world either. I've probably said the word like about a thousand times. I am trying my best to not do that, but it's a really bad, maybe my worst habit on planet earth is using filler words while I talk. This is actually not my first attempt at doing this show, but the first time I did, I just had to stop myself because I realized how many likes and ums I was dropping, and I just was not satisfied with how I was talking because I know I'm not actually like that. What happens is I get kind of nervous, I get in my head, and then I stop thinking about the actual words I'm using, and I realized... I just need to not do that. Uh, there's, there shouldn't be a reason why I'm sitting here being nervous. I'm not talking to anyone but myself right now. And if people listen to this, then I don't think anyone's opinion of me is going to change just because I'm talking some shit into a stupid show I created. Um, but hey, here we are. Maybe I will get tons and tons of hate. I'll get canceled. Um, I'll have to move countries. I already moved a bunch of states away, so... Really, anyone from my previous life, you can cancel me, but you can't touch me unless you want to come find me out in Massachusetts, gang. Um, don't know why I threw a gang in there. Honestly, I'm not in a gang. I'm not, I'm not even living in Boston, so how cool am I? Not really. I think, I think the town of Natick, where I am living, is a really nice, peaceful place. It's a great community, great place to start a family. You know, not that I actually know that. I'm single and just <laughs> hiding in my apartment every day. But it definitely is a great place to live. And I enjoy pretending to live in Boston because I'm actually, I don't know the mileage. I, I judge every distance just by the time it takes to get there. Like I'm visiting my friend in Washington, D.C. in a couple weeks. I could not tell. Oh, yeah, it's 350 miles away. I don't know. That could be right. I have no clue. All I know is it's six and a half hours away. That's what I judge everything off of. It's a lot easier. And I don't know. What what does mileage mean to me? Usually mileage just compares to minutes. I'm like, oh, that's 20 miles away. It's, it's going to take me like 20 minutes to get there, which is probably not true. I digress. What I'm trying to say is I live like 20 minute drive from Boston. So is that 20 miles? I don't know. But I live just about 20 minutes west of the city. I go in pretty frequently. Pretty much every one of my friends out here is cooler than me and actually does live in the city and is actually living that Boston life. Whereas me, I'm a tr like heavy suburbanite. I really can't escape this life, truthfully. Anyone from who knows me from like high school and stuff, or I guess people from after I went to high school know this about me too. But I went to high school in Minneapolis when I, I'm from Minnesota. I don't even know if I mentioned that. I'm kind of all over the place right now. That's how this is going to be. Welcome to my show. I'm just talking, baby. There's no there's no laws here. There's no rules. But anyways, I went to school in Minneapolis, but I lived in a super far away suburb. It, it I, it's not even a suburb of Minneapolis, but it's it's got like suburb vibes. Because it's not it's not farmland, it's not country woody area. There is some of that in the city I lived in, but it's not exactly that. You know what I'm saying? So we were close enough where it was still 
a chill suburb vibe, but it wasn't a real suburb. That's kind of what Natick, where I live in Massachusetts, is to me. Now it's different because in Minnesota, if you did go further north where I, from where I lived in Minnesota, it was just farmland, nothing, just whatever. If you keep going west from me in Massachusetts, it's not like you're in nowhere Massachusetts. There's actually more of the same vibe. So it's not a direct comparison. But what I'm trying to say is I'm not really in a suburb of Boston. I'm not close enough where I can just walk from my apartment to the train station and take a, take a subway downtown. I'm not that close. But... I'm close enough where I'm a 10-minute drive from the the T station and can take a uh, a subway into my friend's apartment, but I'm not cool. The point of this is I'm not cool, and I'm, all my friends out here are, because even my coworkers that I've become friends with, they all drive in from the city, which I thought was not really a thing. I thought most people who worked at the company I work for, because my company is based in Natick. That's why I chose to live here. I'm not living out here for random reasons. But most of my close friends live in Boston or close, like Alston, Brighton, Cambridge, all that stuff. And they drive in or like commute in. And I was just not going to do that. But now I'm... I'm kind of considering it. I don't know what I'm going to end up doing for a living next year. My lease, I signed a one-year lease. It started in August. So I'll have to start making decisions in around July. But maybe maybe I'll move into the city next year. We'll see. I'm thinking about getting a roommate. I live alone right now. And I enjoy living alone. I think it has a lot of benefits. But at the same time, I do... Lonely isn't the best way to describe it because... I don't sit and feel sad because in my evenings, in my weekends, I'm always busy doing stuff with people. I'll play video games with my friends. I'll call my friends on the phone, text, you know, I'm never actually lonely or feel alone, but there's just something about eating meals with people or, you know, having conversations with people kind of as you're winding down at the end of the night, you know, bumping into each other, stuff like that. I do kind of miss, I miss kind of having a a higher level of social interaction. I don't even know if that's the best way to put it because it would just be with one or a couple other people. But I guess that is still technically social interaction. So yeah, I'll say that. I do kind of miss some extra level of social interaction in my like livelihood living space, I guess. But I do really like living alone. But We'll see. Maybe I end up finding some roommates. One of my friends, we've kind of discussed maybe living together after after this year is up, but we'll see because I do really like living close to work because I can walk to work. I haven't been walking to work recently. It's currently January, end of January. Actually, tomorrow's February. Pretty crazy. I don't really... First of all, I don't believe we're in 2022. Second of all, I don't believe it's already February. I... I just am simply baffled by how fast time has been moving uh, recently. But anyways, I really like living close to work. And although it's too cold to walk right now, I do like walking to work. I like saving a lot of money on gas. There's a parking garage in the apartment complex I live at. And I definitely know that most of the places I'm going to find in the actual city of Boston aren't going to have that. And I don't want to have to deal with street parking. So that's something I might have to consider. But at the end of the day, I'll come back to the same point. I'm just kind of a loser for not living really close to the city and city things. So I definitely think that's a big factor in my head and something I will definitely be considering in the next six months or so. But for now, I'm a true, I don't want to say suburbanite because I don't know so this I should have looked this up before I started talking, but what is what is suburbs? Because I feel like I live in the suburbs, but suburbs of what? Because I don't think I'm in a Boston suburb. I don't need to have this whole discourse again, but you know what I'm saying. But I'm I'm not living in the city. Let's just keep it at that. I'm not in a big city. I'm close to one. I go to Boston pretty much every weekend. But here we are. Chilling in Natick. I chill I see oh, so I mentioned, I, I do go into the city most weekends because that's where there's fun stuff to do. You know, better bars, more activities, sports games. I went dancing two weeks ago. It was pretty crazy. 
it was like salsa dancing, I think it was. I don't, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That was very out of my comfort zone. We did like lessons. My friend, my friends are super outgoing. They do a bunch of crazy shit. I, I just come along for the ride. I'm out here living, you know, but there's like, there's really nothing to do in Natick. Where was I even going with this? I go into the city often. Oh yeah, that's right. This, this is where I was going. But this past weekend, we had this crazy blizzard in Massachusetts. And most of eastern Massachusetts got like over two feet of snow, which was pretty crazy. So all of us knew that was going to happen. Or, you know, this wasn't like a random snowfall, obviously. So I didn't leave my apartment at all this weekend because I didn't want to get in an accident while it was snowing. And also... I didn't want to lose my parking spot before it snowed because, like I said, I have a parking garage in my apartment complex, but there's only so many parking spots in the garage, and usually it's not a problem because a lot of people like parking on the the street that like surrounds my building. There's like actual parking spots, not literal street parking, but anyways, I usually don't have a problem parking in the garage, which is where I prefer to park. But when everyone knows the snow is going to be coming, people go into the garage and take those spots up. And I didn't want to lose my spot because I didn't want to have to unbury my car on Sunday. So I parked that bitch in there on Thursday and I said, I'm not moving it. So Friday and Saturday, I had a grand old time in my apartment getting Liddy on the phone. I played some Xbox with my friends. That's why I meant by on the phone. Um, had some company, had some good times. It, it was a romp, a riot. Um, it was great. But I'm excited next weekend to to get back out there because it's been it's been pretty chill now. I'll, going on the second week, you know, of kind of being cooped up in my apartment, I like to go out and and do stuff and pretend. Like I said, pretend I'm cool. Pretend I'm a part of the city. Um, I think I am. I I qualify as being a Bostonite, even though I don't live there. I go there enough. I love the atmosphere. The I don't really know if there's culture to speak of. If there is culture, it's not something I've adopted, certainly. So I, I'm i a true Minnesotan at heart. I don't think I can ever escape that. Maybe, maybe. If I live out here in the next 20 years, maybe the previous 20 years of being in Minnesota will be wiped away. But I lived in Indiana for college for four years, and that did not wipe my Minnesota away from me. So I think it's going to take at least four. <laughs> I know I can go at least four in Massachusetts, and nothing's going to change. So we'll see. I think my Minnesota really came out this weekend, actually, with that blizzard. because. So I said that most of Boston got about four or two, two plus feet of snow where I live, again, in Loserville. We only got about a foot, a foot and a half. And I was texting my mom and I said, she she knew that the snow was going to be coming down. She said, how much did you get? I said, oh, we only got like 13 inches. So it wasn't really that notable. And my mom was like, 13 inches is pretty freaking notable. I, I don't know what you're on. And I was like, oh gosh, I, I realized that I'm so used to like a yearly foot, like 13 to foot and a half of snow that... It, it wasn't really a big shocker to me, but that's just my Minnesota bias, I guess. But I don't mind. I wore shorts today. I'm maybe semi-embarrassed to admit, but it was it was in the mid-30s, and I had to run a couple errands. Like I said, I went and got my hair cut during lunch. By the way, I'm looking pretty fly right now. I wish you could see. I did decide to make this an audio-only podcast, so unfortunately you can't. But I do look pretty fly. Anyways, I went on in shorts. Part of the reason for that is all of my sweatpants are dirty and I didn't want to wear jeans just to go out for like two hours. So I kept the shorts on. But it was like 32. And I'm personally of the belief, or is above 32. If it's above freezing, shorts are okay. Because, I don't know, I'm not gonna get frostbite. It's a little chilly, but when I'm outside for all of 20 seconds, and shorts are comfortable, and that's all I have to say. I would never wear shorts to work, though. That's the thing. I'm I, I'm a software engineer, I work, so essentially all I do is code all day. 
So all I do is sit at a desk. I can work remote and I do that a lot of days. It's pretty much 50-50. I go in the office or work from home. Kind of depends on what I have to do on a given day. Today, I really didn't have to do a whole bunch. I had a lot of catching up to do from like stuff. I have this like rotational cycle. So it's like kind of hard, hard to explain really briefly. But essentially, I started on one. I started one half of my rotations this week. So I kind of had to catch up from when I did my last iteration of this cycle, which was two weeks ago. So it was a lot of just like catching up, not really anything important. So I work from home. But a lot of days I work in office or it's like half and half. I usually go in on Tuesdays and Thursdays just for consistency sake. And then one of the other three days that I don't go in, I'll usually have something worthy of going in for. And so I'll go in. But that being said, it's a really chill environment. I think what I was told when I asked, when I applied, like, what is the vibe? What is the attire for people who show up to work? Because I was a little concerned because I don't have really, or at the time, I, I have a, a better wardrobe now than I did like a year and a half ago. But I was worried I was going to have to buy some like business casual clothes or whatever. So I asked, what is what am I gonna have to wear to work? And they told me business casual, which makes sense and all that. But after a couple of weeks of going into office, I realized that pretty much no one actually cares. It's definitely not business casual. It's definitely not casual casual. But people wear sweatshirts in, people will wear jeans every day. I think I've seen people in sweats. I, I can't say that for sure. I've seen people in shorts. I think the people I see in shorts, we have a gym on the, at the campus of my workplace. So I'm pretty sure I probably just see people after they go to their workout or whatever. So I'm that's why I'm not like actually judging. I just know it's, it's super chill. You pretty much just have to sh like show up. There's no, there's no necessary rules on what you have to wear. Nothing is enforced. I'm not being judged if I wear something bad, but to me, there's just some level of, I don't want to look like a scrub. So I, I always wear long pants. I've never worn shorts into office and I don't plan on that. Even if it gets really hot, maybe though, maybe if I see all my coworkers wearing shorts, then I'll get the memo. But for now, I'm, I'm that guy, that guy who wears shorts only when I, I'm on my own time, you know, when I when I have to go get my hair cut and I, I don't care and I'm all out of my sweatpants. But I was never really, this is such a weird, we're kind of going, we're going into a crazy world right now with this conversation, but I never really was a sweatpants kind of guy in like high school or before just because I was always a shorts guy, which is, is what it is. I always had like a pair or two of sweatpants, but I always got really hot like sleeping in sweatpants and stuff like that so i just never i never bought new pairs because i i didn't really love wearing them and when i went to school i mean in high school i had a uniform so i could never wear sweatpants to school but even in middle school i i just never felt like sweatpants was the vibe for school so i was not a sweatpants owner or wearer but when i got to college sweatpants i my world was opened my eyes were opened. The world changed is what I was trying to say. And I became a, a sweatpant wearer for sure. And I've never been the same since. Pretty much now, hard pants are a no-no in apartment number. I'm not going to say that. That I don't want people finding where I live. But in in my house, the, the second I get in my house and I have jeans on, they're coming off. And sweatpants are coming on because... I just, the comfort, the, the mobility, the versatility of sweatpants is unmatched. And I'm sure this is not news, not, nothing notable, nothing new has been learned by this conversation. I just think it's noteworthy in my life in the last couple of years. The, the sweatpant, the jogger, they, they've changed the game quite frankly. And I'm much more of a those wearer than shorts nowadays. Now I pretty much just wear shorts when I'm trying to be mobile or like super comfortable, especially when I'm driving, because I, I like wearing shorts when I'm in the car. That's the big reason when I go out or go run errands, I like wearing shorts, because if I'm going to be driving around to a couple different stores, I just feel most comfortable in, in shorts in, uh, in like a seat. Because my, my legs when they like dangle or whatever, they're just open, I guess. I don't know. That's how I feel. But 
the sweat the sweats the sweatpants it's it's a it's a game changer also game changer naps i don't think i go a single day in my life without either actually taking a like 20 minute nap when i say nap i don't mean like go to bed for another two hours during the day it's like a quick 20 20 to 40 minute refresher i probably take one every weekday during my lunch break because i get an hour for and i don't do this in office i don't go and sleep at my desk at office but when i'm at home when i work remotely i definitely i get an hour for lunch and so i'll usually take 20 30 minutes to eat and you know look at my phone but those other 30 minutes what am i going to do nothing i just take a refreshing nap naps are so refreshing i highly if you're not on the nap grind get on it now before you miss out i feel like naps have added it's weird i i was about to make the joke they've added 10 years to my life quite frankly they've probably done the opposite considering the amount of time i've been asleep instead of doing something in my life it probably evens out you know but naps are elite i learned that in college and I take a nap most days. Not on the weekends, though. On the weekends, I'm I'm being pretty lazy during the day anyway, so there's no need to refresh myself with a nap. But weekdays, I wake up in the morning, do work, take a small nap, refreshes me. And I do that instead of drinking coffee, honestly. I'm not a coffee drinker at all. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I drank a cup of coffee. It, I, it was definitely within the last two, three months, but... I, I just don't drink coffee. I don't drink soda in general or pop for those. Shout out my Minnesota peeps. I'm not a pop drinker. I will drink it if it's available. So especially if I'm eating something kind of like greasy, I like to wash it down with a little taste, you know. So if I have pizza and there's there's pop available, I'll, I'll drink a Coke, you know. I'm not anti-soda. But I try my best to not drink soda, one, because of the caffeine, two, because of the sugar. So I'm totally anti-caffeine, gang. I just never, never was a coffee or caffeine product drinker. And so my body has always just been able to kind of run without the caffeine, which I like. I like not having to feel like in the morning when I wake up, I need something to like pick me up. Some mornings I do feel really tired and I'll have a coffee at work. It's really rare though. Like I said, maybe like within the last two months I've done it once or twice or something. You know, I'm just being honest. If so, Sometimes it, it does feel that way and I, I got a lot to get done. You know, I just, let me wake up a little bit. But that's what I like it being, like an optional boost. I don't, I don't enjoy being dependent on it, which is what I'm afraid would happen if I started drinking it daily. So I've been doing my best throughout you know almost life to not do that but because of that probably i'm i'm sitting here saying because of that i probably am more tired than some of my colleagues or people who drink coffee you know so i think the nap definitely helps me in a lot of the ways that caffeine and coffee help other people but what do i know also while we're on coffee what is the point of decaf coffee? I I understand, you know, some people like the taste. Caffeine isn't good for them, whatever. But coffee doesn't taste that good. If you genuinely like the taste of, like... Because coffee itself or coffee drinks, some of them, you know, like a mocha, a cafe, latte. Actually, is that just straight coffee? I don't even know. I used to work at a Panera. So I sometimes would have to make espresso drinks. I don't remember all of them, though. I don't remember almost any of them, quite frankly. But, like, some of them have a little bit of taste to them. That's fine. But if you're just drinking straight dark roast, what is wrong with you? I genuinely, I don't understand it. It does not, it does not taste good, in my, in my opinion. Like, I knew this kid in high school. He's a couple years older than me, so I guess he was in college when I was in high school. He would just drink straight black coffee every morning. I, I was baffled. Obviously, that's different than decaf. But there's got to be people, people out there who do just drink straight decaf coffee. But I don't get the point. I, I don't. And I'd like to see a solid argument other than it tastes good. Because it doesn't taste good. And I know that's my, my opinion on the matter. My subjective analysis. But 
it doesn't taste good. I'm telling you right now. I when I drink coffee, it's gotta be like half cream and sugar, half coffee. I don't I don't like the taste. So good for me. And when I go to Starbucks or Caribou Coffee or Dunkin' Donuts, shout out Massachusetts. There's no fun fact for anyone who's listening to this who I'm like a friend with out in Massachusetts. There's no Dunkin' Donuts in Minnesota. There's not a single one. There's also no Krispy Kremes. I don't think there's Krispy Kremes out here, though, either. There's Krispy Kremes in Indiana. And there's some Dunkin' Donuts in Indiana. But there's none of either in Minnesota. There's some Dunkin' Donuts in Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure. And there's a Dunkin' Donuts in Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. That's the only one in Minnesota. It's the one in the airport. So... When I was a kid, I would always get Dunkin' Donuts when I go to the airport. Or, not always. I would try to. I'd beg my parents to. And then by the time I was an adult in college, I would go when I was at the airport. Go to the Dunkin' Donuts. Because that was my only chance. And I'm a donut guy. But we did have, when I was growing up, we had Super America, which is a gas station. I wonder if they had Super Americas out here. I don't think they did. I think that was a Midwest super thing. But they had... mama something i don't know they're like bakery they would have good donuts and my mom my mom was the plug for those because she had sa rewards super america rewards so she would get free donuts from time to time once every couple weeks and they had muffins too pretty much every bakery item you'd think of they they had some quality quality things but they all got bought out by speedway i want to say by the way while we're on the topic, I, I've I've officially transitioned to things that are here and not in Minnesota and the comparisons. The gas stations out here, ass. They're not good. I'm just be honest. Minnesota, I feel like half the gas stations I go to, Quick Trip, Super America when it was a thing, they had free air. The customer service was great. The options in the store, 10 out of 10. Pretty much every gas station out here, whether it be... I guess Cumberland Farms isn't that bad in my experience, but there's like Gulf, Mobile One, there's there's like a, I don't even know what they are because I refuse to stop at them because they all look so crusty. I'm not even talking about gas prices, gas quality, I'm not sitting there sniffing the gas like, mm, this Minnesota gas is better, no. I'm talking about the experience, the hospitality. The Cumberland Farms by my apartment, which I used to frequent, because, long story short, I got a flat tire right when I moved out here. Because the roads out here are shit, by the way. That's another thing. Minnesota roads aren't great, but they're better than here. Every road I drive on here has got 50,000 potholes. It's embarrassing. I need to chill out. I, I'm in rant mode right now. But anyways, I popped a tire on a pothole on Massachusetts 9. So I had to get new tires. But because it was right when I moved out here, I was broke. Literally $0 to my name. I had to ask my dad to give me money to buy new tires for my car. Because I had no money. And so we literally got the cheapest tires that I could afford. And so these tires are straight up ass, bro. The temperature drops outside 10 degrees. The the pressure in my tires drops immediately. It's just horrendous. Right now, the PSI in my front right tire is 14, which is not good because it's supposed to be at 38. I'm, I need to fill my tire. I was just too lazy to do it today when I went and got my hair cut. You just drive safe. You know, it's not a big deal. 14 isn't, I don't think it's dangerous. I, I refuse to Google it because it's probably going to tell me that I need to fill my tires immediately. Anyways, the point I was making is I used to go to this Cumberland Farms because they had a air pump, but you had to pay like a buck 50 to use it which sucks because like i said my tires suck ass so literally they need air once a freaking week to be put in them which i don't know if these tires are like faulty there's definitely not a leak in them because it only happens when it gets colder but it it's just been annoying because it's steadily been dropping in temperature every week or what happens is it gets cold for like three days in massachusetts it drops below like 20 and then it goes back up to the 40s for like a week so my, t- my tires get back used to back to that. And then it'll drop down on below 20 again. I'm the the freaking tire pressure drops. And it's so annoying. Anyways, I've been going to this Cumberland Farms. <laughs> I've said this like three times now. Because they had an air pump. But one day I rolled up. And someone had cut the, the wire. 
or whatever it is. The hose. Someone just cut it. Who does that? I'm in Natick. I'm in a peaceful city, great town. Someone just cut it. Why? What is the point? These hooligans. So now I can't go to the Cumberland Farms anymore because they don't, they don't have the air I need. So I started going, I think it's a shell, actually. Down the road a little ways. I found this other one with, with air. It's only like $1.25, so, you know, I'm saving a quarter out here. Also, they had a vacuum at that one, at the shell. So I did, I have vacuumed my car because it was convenient. That was only a dollar, I think. Maybe... Maybe the vacuum is a buck fifty and it's a dollar for air. I don't even remember. But the problem with that one is it's still close to my apartment, but it's out of the way of getting onto the freeway to drive into Boston. And the times when I fill up my tire pressure is when I'm driving into the city because I don't want to be on like the freeway driving 70 miles an hour. Excuse me, by the way. I like I don't know if the mic caught me like hiccuping, but Excuse me. Um, I don't want to be going 70 on the freeway with a super low tire. So I always make sure to fill up when I'm going somewhere. And so the Cumberland Farms was right next to the road to get onto the freeway. But the shell's like super out of the way. So it's really annoying. And I'm just inconvenienced by an extra five minutes. But that's enough to make me mad. Because who who's just out here cutting the hose to the gas? Or to the to the air why and i i tried going to this other it's like a mobile one air doesn't work like all the gas stations out here are just crusty i want some homey midwestern thank you for stopping type vibes which is what we got in minnesota That's all i gotta say we don't have 7-elevens in minnesota all i'd be hearing is 7-elevens are crusty guess what they're not minnesota because minnesota isn't crusty but apparently everywhere else in the country is Got shitty roads out here. Minnesota has... I'm not going to say the roads are amazing, but I've never had, like, a pothole problem in Minnesota, at least in my personal experience. But I come out here literally week one, and I pop my tire, my front right tire. And it was stupid. I also lost my front left review mirror. That was a whole other story. I essentially had really bad luck when I first moved out here, and for a little bit of time, I thought it was a sign that I shouldn't have moved out here, but I think I was just making that up in my head, because I've loved moving out here. Massachusetts is definitely the place to be. I may be a loser, because I'm not in Boston, but I'm a cool guy, because I'm on the East Coast, I'm in the Northeast, it's a vibe. It's definitely more of a sports town than Minnesota, so I actually, you know, the sports fans out here are happy, optimistic, you know, not depressed like they are back home. Though I am true blue Minnesota fan, I'm not. I definitely root for Boston sports now that I'm out here, but it's a casual rooting, you know. I'm happy if my neighbors are happy type vibe, but if it were to come down to Minnesota versus Boston, I'm, I'm rooting for Minnesota. I went to I went to a Bruins game actually a couple of weeks ago and the I went because it was the Wild were playing at the Bruins and you know I wore green you know I was cheering for the Wild you know everyone around me was yelling at me the entire game because the Wild won you know and I was I was very happy about it I was letting the crowd know I was happy so I got a couple couple cusses at me I I wasn't being rude though you know it's just typical Boston fuck you type vibe so. It's how it be, but yeah, when the Red Sox were in the the ALCS, I was low-key rooting for them. Just, you know, who doesn't want to be at a championship parade? I don't know. I guess people who hate Boston sports, but I've never even sniffed a championship anything as a Minnesota sports fan. So definitely was hoping for just to see what it's like, you know? Be in that atmosphere. Just being outside of Fenway during a World Series game, wouldn't that be crazy? Historic, you know, eventful. Something I could say I've done. Um, I think the closest I got to that was when I studied abroad in London for school. I was there between my sophomore and junior year of college. And while I was there, the Champions League final, and I might be misspeaking because I'm not a big 
football or soccer fan. So I don't know if I 100% remember this correctly, but I think it was the Champion League's Champions League final, and it was Tottenham Hotspurs, which is a team out of North London, versus it was another English team. Was it... Oh, I'm so mad I can't remember. It was Liverpool, I think, actually, the more I think about it. But is that right? It might have been Liverpool. I'm like, I would say 75% certain it was Liverpool. I don't remember. And I'm not going to sit here and Google it. But they were in the Champions League final together, and they were both English teams, and I was in London when that happened. So I pretty much was, whoever wins this game, the city is celebrating. So that was pretty exciting to see. My friends actually went to Tottenham. Like, they're, I don't know if that's the actual name of a suburb or what it is, so I apologize for not remembering that or whatever, but they went and actually got jerseys at their stadium, so they kind of got into it more than I did, but me and my friends went to a pub for the game, kind of got the whole actual vibe of the city, you know, being in a championship, having rooting uh, interests and stuff like that, so that was definitely an exciting experience. Speaking of my time in London, I definitely need to spend a podcast episode talking about that trip because that that trip was one of the best experiences in my life, if not top experiences in my life. I That's the only time I've ever been outside the country. That's the only time I've... I felt like that, when I was there, that felt like living alone. I definitely... I was in a flat with nine other guys. There's 10 of us. So it was really weird. But that was the first time in my life there was no dining hall or anything. So we actually had to buy and cook our own food. Everywhere we traveled in Europe, we had to buy our own plane tickets and figure out all the itineraries all ourselves. We had to get to class every day. I was studying abroad, right? But we had to walk to the class building. So it was like a real commute in a real city. It wasn't just like rolling out of bed and getting to class. And that was a wild, a wild time. But I, I that's not really a piece of updating my life right now. So I, I, another time, I definitely will tell more stories about when I was in London. But let's maybe get back on track then, speaking of. Um, so yeah, I'm out here in Massachusetts, living in Natick, not cool. Boston equals cool. Natick equals not cool. We've established that about 20 times now. And I miss home. I really do. I went home for Christmas. It was the first time being home since July. And I was there in December. So it was almost six months, which was maybe even the longest I had spent away from home. Because in college, the the time away wasn't that long. And I would always go back for stuff like Thanksgiving, stuff like, you know, just trips home for the weekend, fall break, spring break, whatever. And... I, I did miss home. I do miss home. I have a lot of friends back home that I miss talking to or doing things with more specifically. I definitely still talk to most of my friends from back home. But it's hard. It's hard hearing about them going out and doing stuff and I'm not a part of it. But I think moving out here was definitely a great move for me. Definitely a great experience. I don't know when I'll be back home, but I feel like Massachusetts probably isn't the final destination for me in my career, in my life. I definitely consider Minnesota my true home, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not opposed to staying out here. Ultimately, if I end up settling down, start a family out here in five or so years, whatever, um, then so be it. And I would be happy with that. I'm not, my plan isn't to go back home at some point, but I think that right now I I would prefer to go back home and be near my family. I don't think I have one cousin who lives in New York. Pretty much 95% of the rest of my family all is in Minnesota. So it is kind of tough being far away from from all my family and I'd prefer, you know, especially like I said, if I start a family out here that'd be great and fantastic and stuff and something I'm not completely opposed to I I love Massachusetts from the six months I've been here now but definitely when I raise you know a family or whatever I end up doing I want to be near my mom and dad and just 
stuff like that. Be near my my close friends, have them be a part of my life beyond, you know, just my younger years. So it, it will be tough for me to continue to not want to go back home as I get older. But for right now, I, I'm not really thinking about that. What I'm thinking about is starting my career. I love my job. I love the work I do. It feels really rewarding. I don't know if I already talked about this. I, t- I feel like I, I, if I didn't talk about it on the show, I was just talking about it to a friend the other day. But I just, I feel so rewarding. Or my job feels so rewarding. The work I do, the money I make, I just really feel like what I'm doing is impactful to the company I work for. The work I'm doing isn't just nonsense coding. It's actually benefiting my company and the product we make. And I feel like I'm learning a lot. And I feel like my career has been extremely jump-started by the company I work for, the work I'm doing. And I feel like I'm in a much better place now than I was even half a year ago, fresh out of college. So yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy I was, we're we're about to be in February of 2022. If I think back to February, 2021, I was still in school. I I was kind of going through a lot. Um, COVID was crazy for me, not sickness wise. I never actually ended up catching COVID, but there was a lot of different things that happened on campus during COVID. It made it really tough for me, I guess, as a person, not really my mental health per se, but I really did have a tough time dealing with isolation and stuff like that. I don't really want to go too in depth on all that, but it, it really was a tough time for me back then. And I knew I already had gotten the job that I'm currently working at back a year ago, but there was a lot of uncertainty with it for me. I'd been to Massachusetts one time before I moved out here. And like I mentioned, I'm, I've only ever been living and been from the Midwest. So a move out here was kind of, I don't know, there was a lot of nervousness for me for sure. And I still needed to graduate. I still had a couple months left, some classes to finish and a lot of loose ends that that's a, that's a stupid way of putting it. But obviously it's tough when you know, there's a bunch of people you're close friends with. And obviously around this time of year goes when my girlfriend broke up with me and that was a really tough time for me. Um, cause a lot of me at the time thought that, you know, things could work out long-term and ultimately they didn't. And I think I'm better off right now than I was a year ago, um, dealing with all of that. And I think that ultimately what happened is what was supposed to happen. So I don't want to fall too deep into a discussion about that, but there was a lot of changes and a lot of things that you don't really know what are going to happen. Like my closest friends in college, am I going to still talk to them? Like what's the state of our friendship? Where, where's all of any of this going? And a lot of my friends had it harder for me. I know there was a lot of, like I said, I, um, me, my girlfriend and me ended up not working out towards the end of college. So that kind of was just a thing I, I, I dealt with, or I don't want to say it like that. It was just something that happened to me, but I knew a lot of other friends who went through girl drama actively because of, you know, it's, it's a chapter ending in our lives. Hey, this is your kind of your last chance to see if something's going to work with these girls or whatnot. And so I'm glad I didn't have stuff like that necessarily that I had to deal with. Or once again, that's that's such a poor choice of words, but you know what I'm saying. There, there was just a lot of stuff going on. And so a year ago, there was definitely, it was definitely a tough and weird time for me, but also really exciting. Cause I, like I said, I, I knew I had this job. I was almost done with college and COVID was looking like it was getting better. I almost got vaccinated. It was almost time to get vaccinated. I got vaccinated in May, if I recall correctly. And yeah, unfortunately, COVID has been turning back for the worse recently. I don't know. I, I feel like this whole conversation has turned into kind of a more of a depressing tone, which I don't want to, I don't want to be the focus. Sometimes, you know, it's okay to talk about sad stuff, but the point of this, this episode today was not to be talking about this kind of stuff. So I apologize for kind of going in that direction, but 
the point of what I'm saying is a year ago, it's crazy to think that even I still don't even believe we've been past 2020. I feel like the, the pandemic just like shut down my image of time passing in some ways. It felt like every year was a natural, okay, yeah, we're in the new year. But the fact that we're in 2022 right now was just mind blowing to me. So the fact that it's been a year since 2021 and how much I've been through in a year, it doesn't feel like it's been a year, but damn, it has been. And I'm really happy where I am in life right now. And if I look forward to where I'm going to be in a, a year from now, it'll probably be in a pretty similar place. Maybe I'll be a cool kid living in the city. Maybe I'll have been back home a couple more times and not be sitting here missing it so much. But I definitely feel really happy with my job. I feel really happy with the friends I've made out here, the stuff I've been able to do. And I look forward to continuing to do some more of that. Um, I have a lot of exciting, thing planned, exciting things planned over the next couple of weeks. I'm going down... Did I mention this already? I'm going down to Washington, D.C. to visit a friend from college. And then two weeks after that, when my birthday is, he is coming up actually for a concert and he'll be in town. My other friend from college might be coming that same weekend just because of the nature of everyone coming in. So that's exciting. I recently found out I'm going to be going to Arizona in late March with some friends because some of my friends who are still in college have spring break that week. They're going to Arizona and I can work remotely. So I figured, hey, why don't I go take a fun trip, you know? while I'm young. So that's exciting to look forward to. I have, I got some other stuff planned. I just can't even think about it off the top of my head, but yeah, life, life is great. I hope, I hope if you're listening to this, let me, let me go back into talking meta. If for those of you who actually took the time to listen to this, I, I really do appreciate you listening um, to a little bit of a life update, a little bit of a rant um, mixed in there, you know, but I hope you're doing well. I hope if you're if for some reason I, I I advertise that I I made this and we haven't talked in a while, I hope you reach out to me and and catch up with me. I'd love to hear how you're doing. I I keep adding these long pauses after I say the first word of my sentence, and that's something else I need to get better at. But you know what they say, practice makes perfect. So this is the first episode. I'm sure each episode I'll be getting better. I yeah I just um I don't really know. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. I'm just happy. I'm I'm overjoyed. I think that's a good sign of just like feeling content, feeling happy is when I run out of stuff to ramble on about. Because you can tell earlier, about 20 minutes ago, when I was in my heat about uh about the the potholes and the the gas stations and stuff. When I'm mad, I just have so much to say. I be I'm ranting. And you know what? I I'm not going to go back and listen to that because I know I was dropping the word like probably every other sentence because I'm embarrassing like that, but that's a part of, that's a part of my speech, I guess. I don't know. I hope I'm not cringy. I know. Okay. I know I'm cringy. Is cringy the right word to use? Cringy is such a cringy word. It makes me real to just use that word. Corny is a good substitute, but corny is also a cringy word. What am I even talking about right now? I know I'm I'm a peculiar talker, but I hope that is what adds to the entertainment value of my talking. I don't know what I'm saying. I got to stop. I got to stop this. We're, we're we're done with this this point of the conversation too. But anyways, yeah. I think I enjoyed this. I enjoyed just sitting down and talking and I I think I want to keep doing this. Ultimately, I don't know. I kind of made a joke just a moment ago about whether or not I'm going to say that I'm doing this. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to be like, hey, guys, posted this podcast. You should definitely check it out because at the end of the day, this is just kind of for me and for, you know, some people I hope listen to it. But I don't know if I want to post on my Instagram. Maybe I will. I haven't decided yet. I feel so awkward talking about it. I probably shouldn't be. That's like the thing you're not supposed to do. But I did. And this is Jacques Talks, and I can talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. So suck, suck, suck it up. I just said that really weird too. L. L plus ratio plus leave bozo. Um...
I've been thinking, do I ever... Do, should, if this show continues for me, will I ever have guests on? I wonder. And I don't know. I already talked... Did I talk about my brother wants to do a sports show? Maybe I'll do that. My brother wants to start a sports podcast. I don't know if I'm going to do that with him, but I think that would be an interesting opportunity maybe my brother has a lot of hot takes in sports but so do I and I don't really feel like talking about sports that much on Jacques Talks because I think I care about sports too much like way more than the common person does and if I just sit and ramble on about sports players or sports teams whatever outside of just my passion for Minnesota sports I feel like no one will care and I care you know I want to talk about it and stuff like that. I just dropped a pen, by the way. Sorry about that. I had it in my hand. Sorry about that That loud noise. Sorry if I scared you. Anyways. But I just don't find it worthwhile to talk about just sports in general on, on this show, even though that is something I care about a lot. So my brother and me were talking. Maybe we'll start, maybe we'll start a, a sports podcast too. Who knows? Maybe I'll just become this podcast guru I'll post once every day, different show. I'll have this is just going to be my freelance show talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about. I'll have a sports show. You know, I'll have a show where I interview A-list celebrities. Um I'll have another show where I just make random animal noises. Um I that's that's where my ideas run dry. So, if you got any um ideas, please leave it in the comments. Uh, make sure to subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. This is definitely not going on YouTube. I was looking into where I'm going to post this. I don't know yet. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to end. I'm not going to delve into that. Is that the right word to use? I don't know. I'm not a linguist. I'm I'm not a talker. I'm a talker without being a professional talker. I'm a rambler. Does that make sense? I don't know. Someone help me. Someone... I need, I need an in-depth review. of. If you're listening to this, please give me a review. Don't rate me. I don't need a score out of 10. That'll make me feel bad. Give me some pointers. Tell me what's good. Tell me what's bad. Or don't. Don't actually do that. I want to make sure that I don't know that anyone's listening. Because if I know people are listening, I feel like I'll talk differently. This is genuine. This is me with the expectation that absolutely no one is going to listen to this. With the hope that people listen to it. But with the expectation that no one does. If I start to get an audience, you know, a little popular, get some listeners, some new some new audience members, I'll start talking weird, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What am I what am I saying? I was having a good conversation and then I just got weird for the last ten minutes. And I think that's the beauty of Jacques Talks, because half the show every week is just gonna be me talking about how I don't talk normal, and I probably won't actually do that, but that's where we are today. The point of this episode is to just talk about the episode and how the show's going to be, I guess. Maybe? No? Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get where I'm coming from? Do you know? This is where my mind is going, and we're approaching the hour mark, so I'm going to be stopping here quick. I don't I don't think we need to be doing three-hour shows, you know. Quite frankly, I, I'm kind of guessing that if you're listening to this right now, it's because you listened to the first five minutes and we're like, I don't know where this is going. Let's just skip to the end and see what happens. And here we are at the end. So thank you for listening. If you listen to the whole thing, if you didn't listen to the whole thing, you should go back and listen to the whole thing. Cause we had, there's secrets and exciting tidbits throughout. Um, I actually revealed the winning lottery numbers. You just have to listen really closely, uh, put it in half speed and listen in the gaps where I don't know how to talk correctly. So there's little pauses, you know. And I guarantee you, I obviously I'm still live talking. I'm willing to bet that there's a long enough pause earlier in one of the things, you know, while I was talking. That is so long that at least one person is going to be like, wait, did he accidentally drop the podcast? Because that's just probably what happened. And I don't know. Anyways, I digress. We're about to pass an hour mark. I do. I have my live recording here to make sure I. Uh, I've got a setup. I think I mentioned that nice little setup here. I can see if I'm. I'm getting too loud. 
Um, I don't know if actually this is my first time doing a full like recording. So maybe I'm extremely loud. And, you know, when you leave your feedback for me, submit your uh, responses, you can let me know if I'm too loud. But I do see we're approaching an hour. We've actually passed an hour now. So I appreciate you for listening. Thank you for making it an hour. If you didn't make it the whole hour and you're just listening to the end, go back. Go back and listen. There's surprises throughout. And now I'm just rambling on. Like I said, I'm a professional rambler. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. I hope everyone is having a fantastic time right now. I'm having a fantastic time. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope I have a fantastic week. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. And with that, uh, this has been Jacques Talks, episode one. Peace.